0: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty
1: Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. We are recapping and discussing the final season of Schitt's Creek. Yes season six. This is it. This is it. Can you believe this is it? I'm so sad. Um, and last night was episode five and uh, it was a pretty good one. What'd you think, Jamie? I, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I did too. Okay. So we are going to talk about it. I have my friend Jamie with me. And if you listen to any of the Shits Creek fangirling episodes up to this point, then you know who she is. But for those that are new here, uh, she is the one to blame for my Schitt's Creek slash Dan Levy slash Maura Rose obsession. So thank you, Jamie.
0: That's right. You'll owe me forever. I will. And we're not even, we're
1: not even lying about that at all. (laughs) Um, So as you can guess, guys, if you are just tuning in, this is going to be completely spoiler filled. I mean, I have it splashed across the title. It's all over the show notes, but if you've gotten this far and you don't want to hear anything else about Schitt's Creek season six, then stop. (laughs) Come back and, (laughs) and listen to us another time. If you are looking for ways, if you're like, what, what is this season six shit I want to get in on this. I do have uh, show notes in the show notes. There's going to be a blog post for you to go click on and it teaches you all your options. So if you need to watch season six and you're not watching it with us, go ahead and jump over there and check it out and then come on back so you can hear what we thought of this particular episode. Now, like I said, 100% spoiler episode. You've got your warning. If you need to bop out of here, I get it. Uh, my feelings are not hurt, but come back later, okay? <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, as always, Jamie, give us a recap of the episode, please.
0: Okay, well, first we open to a lot of fanfare to learn that we are going to have a Crows premiere. That's right, right in the town, a premiere. Alexis is pitching it to Moira. Moira's not super excited, but... Um, you know, of course, there's tons of laughs coming out of those too. Another big thing that happens is uh Patrick has to get his wisdom teeth out, and he does not disappoint when it comes to the post anesthesia humor, <laughs> so that was really good once again. our girl stevie is is kind of still trying to figure out what she wants to do. She's going back and forth, swerving all over the road um and really having some sweet moments with Johnny at first, I was kind of rolling my eyes at her, but you know, it, she, she wrapped it up and I still love her. So, um, and again, we ended with the premiere of the Crows Have Eyes 3, the crow winning.
1: And that went just as well as you might imagine it. (laughs) 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 So yeah, that, that's, that's a good summary of basically what happened. Uh, so first let's, um, Hmm, let's talk about, moira and what was going on with her she at first was very hesitant for this she kept telling alexis no i don't need a premiere i don't want a premiere i don't know if it was because i don't know was she do you think it was because she was nervous about it not being a good movie and so she didn't want to make a big fanfare for it to turn out that it was a huge flop and so when she got that review that they read online that kind of that was where her turning point where her thinking started changing is that what you kind of took away from this
0: yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, she, this is her home now and she didn't want to be embarrassed in front of her friends and family, um, you know, in her, the town that's her home. So she was a little bit not really wanting to do it um, because just in case it wasn't good, she didn't want to to have that right in front, you know, especially in front of such a small crowd. She had to really make sure that it was getting <laughs> rave reviews as she likes to say first before she agreed to go ahead and do it.
1: Yeah, she was she was definitely hesitant and she was holding back and uh basically told Alexis no, we're not going to do that. So Alexis was setting up and planning for what she she kept calling it like I don't know a glorified watch party. Like it was just going to be <laughs> kind of, you know, we're going to get together and we're going to watch the show and I, and I also got the impression that Moira was not going to come to this, but that of course all changed when she saw her friends excited for her and read this rave review online and uh, next thing you know moira is pulling out the dress
0: the dress the dress
1: we thought she sent it back oh my gosh I was so happy to see that dress again that was such a lovely it was so beautiful on her so I was I was tickled and and it made me laugh because I was like wait a minute like she can't they couldn't afford that dress how'd she keep it but then I guess she said she sent back somebody she sent back Alexis's dress
0: Alexis's dress yes (laughs) And Alexis gives the uh, and storms out. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome.
1: All right. So that's setting things up. Alexis is finally going to be really tested uh, for her skills as a publicist. She has to suddenly turn this from a watch party into a premiere because there's actual media trying to show up for this thing. And uh, so she's got to get that all worked out. And I was I was very impressed with how she handled everything up to a point. <laughs> Uh, and that point was when uh, the live crows that they brought for this premiere were released and for a minute it looked like this was this awesome photo op and it was everything was great and then those dang crows like turned around and started attacking everybody in the crowd and I just about died laughing because Patrick and David were high.
0: (laughs) They were so messed up uh, and we'll explain why <laughs> they will explain
1: why but th- their responses were just epic because everybody else is ducking and running and covering and these two are laughing and they're like it's so beautiful <laughs> And I was, I was like oh that's that's epic that's awesome Patrick you
0: are definitely one of the family now <laughs> oh yeah and I just wondered like why in you know, it's it's we're going on our sixth year now. How why does anyone still believe that Roland could pull off something like trained crows? Right. I mean on. <laughs> that was that was putting a lot of faith in Roland yet
1: again. And come on. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I have to agree with you there. Uh so okay, so that's basically how that one it, it's it started off interesting and it ended very interesting uh <laughs> there. But um back to patrick and the david scenario so patrick has to get his wisdom teeth out and uh, they had stevie drive them and drop them off and when patrick gets out of surgery
0: that's when things get really fun oh my gosh It, it like they had me cracking up when they were walking in the door And David was talking about how Patrick was screaming wrong directions at their Uber driver. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) yes, yes. And uh, next thing you know, Patrick is basically just telling David how beautiful he is, which David, of course, is like, yes, you can keep talking. Tell me more. What else would you like to say about me? Uh, But then it took a moment where all of a sudden Patrick is now talking about the baby
0: he wants to have with David. And there starts the tears for me Mm -hmm. at that moment when he was like, I want to have a baby. I was like, oh, okay, we're done. We are (laughs) done. We're done. We're done.
1: It was very sweet. But the whole time I kept watching David's face because I don't remember it ever, you know, being discussed in the show at this point but my assumption which turned out to be the truth was that David would absolutely have none of that would be not interested in being a father or having a baby or anything along those lines and so I kept watching his face trying to figure out was he going to cut and run was this going to scare him away what was he going to do and again like this the growth in this show he didn't run he stayed and took care of Patrick and the next morning mentions it to him and brings it up and has a very adult, very mature discussion about this whole thing.
0: Yeah. And, and you know what, this is, again, I'm pretty much the fangirl of all fangirls of Shit's Creek, but this was again, a masterclass in acting from Dan Levy mm-hmm. because watching his face, you could see, like you said, when Patrick first brought it up, horrified, horrified, but then the more Patrick kept kind of talking about it, you could almost see David softening and kind of thinking about it. And I think that's what kind of brought the tears because for me because I was like, you know, at first he was horrified, but then you could kind of almost see him like, wait, maybe this could be a thing, you know, something that he had never thought of before and now he was thinking about. Or maybe I'm just wishing that all. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I...
1: Yeah, I, I felt like, I, I part of me didn't want him to feel like he had to be pressured to change or to do something that he wasn't, you know, because I definitely believe, like if you yep. want to have a kid, like everybody should be 1000% on right. board with that whole yep. thing. But, you know, could it take the love of Patrick and Patrick believing in him to to make, like why doesn't David want to have a kid? Like, does it turn out that David's like... I never thought I wanted to until you became, came into my life. You know, I could, what? I could see us going in that direction or them just not doing it at all. And then being respectful of the idea that this is absolutely a valid choice that they have made and they have chosen to do. But I also felt from Patrick's portrayal and from Noah Reed's portrayal of this is that he was very sincere and honest that was like, well, yeah, I would love to have a baby, but if we don't, I I expect that. Like I love my life. I love you. This is fine. Like I'm I'm yeah. good with that. Like I don't feel like he was, you know, hoping to change his mind or nefariously, you know, gonna start trying to work that angle or be disappointed if it didn't happen. But yeah. you know, anyway, it was fun. It was it was really fun. There were so many great lines in this. Um <laughs> one of my favorite was actually uh when he is telling Noah the next morning, basically all that, well, I guess it's not even morning. It's like five o'clock at night. Um, (laughs) um, And he's telling him, you know, what he, what he said while he was high. And he said, you complicate, you complimented my flawless skin and called me the Jewish Channing Tatum. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. It was awesome. There were some really, um, there were some really good, good 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 lines in this one uh so so that happened with them that was kind of their big thing and then the next thing you know they decide to both take painkillers to get through the premiere obviously yep. patrick needs them david hmm, maybe not so much but he takes one anyway and that's that's how we end up with hi david and
0: patrick <laughs> yeah i premiere. think i think I think David said, I better take one too if I want to get through this.
1: <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, and then the other like big pivotal discussion that went on in this one was with Stevie and Mr. Rose. And I got to tell you, when Mr. Rose came in and I, I knew that it wasn't going to be what she thought it was going to be. And I kind of had that feeling that he was going to come in and offer to buy her out. I guess what I didn't expect was Johnny to come in so businesslike with her. Yeah. It felt very sterile to me like he was very much a nope, this is just business. I'm just going to buy you out and uh you'll be done and it'll be good. And yes, you know, he said all the right words as far as I'm doing this for you so you don't have to, you know, worry about this anymore and you'll have some money to decide what you want to do in the future and all that. But I was kind of confused and I didn't I didn't like that scene. I thought, "Wait, no, Mr. Rose and Stevie like they have a different relationship than this. Why aren't we seeing
0: that? And that was, that didn't sit so well with me at first. I can see that. I think that, um, I think that I saw it more like he was putting, you know, when as a parent, you got to kind of pretend things aren't hurting your feelings and put on Mm. a, a little bit of a stiff upper lip to kind of, you know, not, not show your poker face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of thought more as that, that, you know, he really loves Stevie and he, he wants to, you know, honor her wishes. So he's going to try to pretend like it doesn't hurt.
1: Well, I like that better <laughs> <laughs> than, than where I was going with it. So I did like that better. And then how this gets wrapped up is actually really sweet and wonderful is in the end, uh, Stevie comes around and she goes back to Mr. Rose and she t- basically tells him, you, I read your book and parts of it spoke to me and you're right, I have to trust my instinct and my instinct says to stay to stay in the business and I want to do this with you. And she says, I think I want to do this with you. And he's like, you. And that was when I was like, look at him. He was tricking her the whole time. He was calling her bluff. And that's when I thought, okay, he really was calling her bluff. He always, because immediately He got her to say the right words, which was, no, I want to do this. Not, I think I want to do this, but I want to do this. And as soon as he said that, his face lights up and he's so happy to be like reunited with his partner. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. This whole episode, I was, I was very happy with it. It had a lot of fun stuff, uh, as well as a lot of poignant moments. I, I still kind of wondering about old Ted and, uh, what's up there.
0: Yeah ported has not gotten mm -mm. a lot of airtime and story time and you know is he okay
1: uh you know yeah (laughs) i I almost kind of feel like he's gonna show up this is my prediction is that he is going to show up and um right before the wedding and basically be like this was too hard i want to be with you i don't care about the turtles uh that's or we go the opposite which is she is going to be like i can't come, it's over. But, and I know that there was some, spoiler alert, people out there, there was some uh, allusion allusion to that, that Maura, uh, that uh, Catherine O'Hara made in in an interview at one point.
0: Oh, really? mm
1: -hmm, Yeah, I don't know. You may not have seen this, but it was just something in there that it's not real explicit, but it was kind of an offhanded, barely, like one sentence kind of thing where she kind of said something like, things change a lot for Alexis, or it doesn't work out as what we, mm. you expected for something along those lines. Um, yeah. and so, but at the same time, I don't know, I just, I want a happy ending for everybody and whatever that may be, I know it'll be the right thing to do, but I want it t- to be ted and alexis and uh patrick and david and
0: Moira and johnny i i I want everybody to be happy so yeah we'll see and i feel i feel like breaking them up would be kind of off character for dan levy Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you know his one big thing that he keeps talking about is that the show's about love and relationships and you know so yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna hold out that he's he's gonna do great. Right <laughs> Me too. And it looks like uh,
1: it looks like we get a little bit of Jake next week. So that was our I know lead into the next week's episode. So that'll that'll be interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Well we I know we're both gonna watch this one a couple more times, but we will be back next week after we watch the next episode and be back with our spoiler-filled discussion on what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, do you have a favorite quote from this scene that you loved?
0: No, I just, the one thing that keeps sticking in my head was when uh Patrick's talking to David and he said, you know, my skin looks good because it's it's part of a nine part beauty regimen I do twice a day. <laughs> <David>. <laughs>
1: uh, the other zinger that I loved was um David was giving Alexis a bad time about how her premiere idea was stupid or whatever. And he was like, good
0: luck though. And she goes, lick rust. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and then when, when Catherine O'Hara said, I'm going to host the Met Gala from David Store. I don't like that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were great. They were great. All right. Well, thanks for fangirling with us and Schitt's Creek and we will see you and some of Moira's crows
0: (laughs) again real soon. Uh, Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Have a good week.